underscore. Uh, I am your host, Curtis. And I am Curtis as well. Alrighty. Um, so for this episode, um, again, welcome back. We are going to be diving more into the off season for the NFL as this is a pretty dead time of the year. Uh, if we yeah. all would say, I mean, baseball hasn't started. So, so the old heads aren't, aren't as excited yet. Uh, I mean, basketball's in that weird time between all-star break and heading into the, that crunch time of the regular season. There is no football. So kind of a dead time right now, but uh, it is as exciting as for the NFL as it possibly could be uh, heading into the new league year uh, over the next few weeks here. So there's a lot to talk about. But for today's episode, we are going to be diving into the NFL free agency. Uh, so a lot of good guys on the offensive and defensive side of the ball are going to be available. This is a deeper free agency than I thought it was. Mm. Uh, kind of heading into this year, but I mean, what are your thoughts on that? So <laughs> that was an understatement. I, I'm thinking I was going to do some research this week and I'm like, going to come across the uh, top 20 names that's sitting out there floating around. That's about 200 free agents. Sitting. I didn't even know like half the league is a, is a free agent. I it's honestly ridiculous. I, I don't, mean, I did not realize how many good guys are available or, or, will may be available once the new league here hits we don't know with the re-signing period is happening right now a lot of guys are talking about contract situations we'll get to those guys in a bit but technically right now as the season has ended they are free agents so uh, we will talk about them see uh, what the possibilities are Um, and i know uh, for people wondering uh, i'm not sure if anybody's picked up on it yet but we are basically recording a week ahead so uh, I think before we even get to the free agents this week, uh, we haven't gotten a chance on the show to talk about the trade that happened last week between Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles heading over Ooh. to Indianapolis. So, I mean, your first initial reaction to to what happened last week. As a Bears fan, and I had to, to preference it that way, you already know where this is going. <laughs> I was infuriated. Oh yeah, and and that, and I, I because me and you haven't talked about this yet at no, all. Not so, at I mean, all. We this is the first time exchange, exchange as soon as it happened. Like that's crazy. That and, and I, I don't even remember. It was kind of basically empty. Just acknowledging that we both saw what just happened. I don't know if you were saving it for the show. I was kind of just saving it because yeah. I was like, why not? Why, why regurgitate the same conversation here again? I was like, let's. You know, so everybody that follow listeners, this is a fresh conversation. So yeah. we've never we have discussed not discussed it. this at all yet, and I, I haven't had anybody to talk to about it uh, or at all. So this is going to be the first time that I bring it up. But so. your your point is exactly right. As a Bears fan, I was a little <laughs> bit disappointed in the Bears for. I mean, a, a two and a. It, it's sorry, a third round pick this year, and then a one, a two, a second round pick next year that can possibly turn into a first round pick, depending on how much time uh, Carson Wentz plays next year uh, and if they make the playoffs. So, I mean, it's like I, I feel like this is a huge miss for Chicago, not even because the, the big report is that Chicago never even made an offer. And you could have layered with that because that, that's where I was going. I'm like, they made no attempts at this guy whatsoever, which, of course, makes us question what's going on with the Bears. But this segment is not about the Bears. It's, 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 yeah, it's about Carson Wentz. So go, go, I'll, I'll give it back so over So my thoughts on, on the trade from an objective point of view, taking my Bears fandom out of it, I think that I, I think that it's a crazy trade for Indianapolis. Like they, they didn't really have to give up anything to get them, and they they keep their core intact. Um, I mean, right now for me, the only thing Indianapolis has to do to become a, a legit Super Bowl contender now 
is get some some receivers and some and some depth behind uh, Jonathan Taylor. Outside of that, this team is stacked and ready to go. Yes, they are. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, it, looking at the trade, even to dissect it, it, it took really. It seemed like it was really to to a very little effort given on the Indianapolis part. They didn't have to do much. They didn't have to give up much. They didn't have to wait long. They it just everything was just convenient for them. And look at this: Phillip Rivers retires, and then you know we go into free agency within two weeks or so. <laughs> Carson Wentz is not signed; he's traded for. It. And I mean, like I said, a second round pick, and oh, yeah, I'm sorry, a third round pick, and a, um, a second that can. To possibly turn into a first, right? Which is, I, I think it's going to be a first. There's no way that because I think if I'm remembering correctly from last week, the stipulation for uh, the 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 conditional pick is that it's a second round pick if um, Carson Wentz plays seventy five percent less than seventy five percent of the snaps. If he hits that seventy five percent mark uh, or higher, then it automatically turns into a first for Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if the other way that it could happen is if they if if Indianapolis makes the playoffs and Carson Wentz played at least 70% of the snaps, then it turns into a first as well. So uh, it, it's almost a given because I, I think this this team is already 100% making the playoffs. Right. And, and, and once you once again, it's not the, the incentives is not based on winning. It's just based on him playing yeah. and just being available. Carson Wentz is not a flight risk of being, you know, injury prone for the whole season. He's been injured. He had his dings here and there. He had his one major injury. Apart from that, he's relatively healthy. And, and he got pulled last year, so he didn't play the second half. Right. That season. don't even count. And I think it was based on that, which is kind of like, okay, no, seriously speaking, it was one of these like wink, wink, nudge, nudge type deals. Like, okay, we're going to put these numbers in, knowing that he's going to hit all these metrics. This is not even an issue. Yeah. So, at the heart of it, Indianapolis or Chicago, listening, if they're <laughs> listening, only would have had to give up. And I'm saying only it, it for Carson Wentz, it would have cost you a third and a first. Well, I do. I will say this. I think that it might have taken Chicago a bit more only because they're still in the same conference and they, they would have to run into each other more frequently. They send him to the other conference Philadelphia does now. So now you at most there, there's only the chance that you play him once every four years. Um, so I think that might be where that comes in and they might have to make that a, a for sure first round pick, not a conditional first round pick uh, for, for next year or something like that. But it's still right. at the end of the day, it's not going to be a lot more. No, and again, a third and a first for a starting quarterback that uh, a team desperately needs, that's not that's not breaking the bank. That's yeah. not the three first rounders that they were talking about or the two yeah. first, the two first and the one second and you know, just basically giving up your whole farm farm system for the next several years. You don't have to do all of that, you know, and yeah, as you said, and I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to harp on it too long. The Bears made zero offers <laughs> like they're just ready yeah. to go and which makes me wonder what, what what's next. However, after doing, you know, after we got to get get dig into and get into our research and start looking into some of the, to, into some of these free agents, it started to get a little excited because when I started seeing some of these names, at least it gave me the, hmm, there's some potential here. If the yeah, Bears I, got crafty, I don't know. Outside of free agency too, like there's a couple of guys out there that I think the Bears should 100 percent should go after and, and just give a shot to because I, I think anything is better than Nick Foles going into next year. We don't have Mitch Trubisky on, on roster, so that's not even a possibility to even talk about right now. We have the opportunity to re-sign him at this point, but um, outside of that, 
there's nothing really to look forward to if you're mm-hmm. a Bears fan from the quarterback position as it stands for, for Chicago right now. But they, they do have some very exciting prospects to go after when it comes to either the draft, moving up in the draft, or even going after some of these younger guys that may be on the market, as we talked about last week with the quarterback carousel and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of movement that's happening. So there's going to be some guys that, Somebody, some team brings in somebody. There's going to be a young QB that's available somewhere. So there's going to be a lot of guys, and we'll get to that. I'll probably touch on that a little bit later. But uh, uh, back to mm-hmm. Carson Wentz in, in that trade specifically. Um, I, I just think it was an absolute home run for Indianapolis. The Colts, Chris Ballard. I, I think he's one of the best GMs in the entire NFL. I mean, it, and not just saying because he he only had to give up a first and third for Carson Wentz. I, th- there was no market for Carson Wentz, obviously, because there's only two teams that were possibly even thinking about him mm-hmm. and only one team made it, made a trade offer. So <laughs> like there really wasn't a, a market out there for him. I, I think that Philadelphia really kind of shot themselves in the foot uh, coming out saying that they wanted a, a, a Matthew Stafford type trade deal for Carson Wentz. Uh, and, and that made a lot of people turned off. We're like, we're not even coming to the table to talk to you for that. That's going to be your, mm-hmm. your point of view. So um, when that happened, I mean, you saw it, they, they said it, I think like a week, week and a half before the the trade actually went through. Oh, the the trade's coming in the com- coming days is what they said. And then ten days later, uh, we finally got the trade to come through mm-hmm. uh, and actually see what what the conversation was. So, um, like I said, home run for Indianapolis, but Philadelphia, I, I you just have to look at them and just wonder what where is this team going because. I don't think it's for certain they're going with Jalen Hurts as their starting <laughs> quarterback next year. It doesn't look like they're committed to anybody or or have a clear direction. They're definitely in this quarterback market now, uh, but it doesn't look like they have really anything to – they really don't have too many more trade assets to use. They can't trade that conditional pick because it's still tied to some stipulations to next year, so you can't trade the first or the second round pick no matter what right now. So that's already under wraps you can't do anything with that you're not going to move the third round pick this year i don't i, I don't believe i don't know what you're going to send who you're going to send that to to get back uh mm-hmm. something like what what's philadelphia what do you think philadelphia's plan is here? well where, did, where are they drafting in 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 the first round like what, this what year? number? yes uh, philadelphia is drafting at six at six well I, <laughs> it's very simple they're going to take that six round that six pick overall they're going to find them a quarterback <laughs> And they're going to have a quarterback controversy going on into the summer with very mediocre talent. I'm not, as you can see, I'm not even have to list who the quarterback is. I'm like, what other direction are they going to go? They well, traded right. away. The question with that, with that would be is who's going to be available at six? Because there's a lot of, a lot of chatter with the top 10 picks right now on what quarterbacks were taking. I mean, obviously, you got Trevor Lawrence going number one. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields is going to be available at number two to the New York Jets. And I think, for me anyway, as... Just looking at that objectively, I think that they should go with Justin Fields unless they go with Penny Sewell, that that tackle, mm-hmm. um, to, to kind of bolster that offensive line a little bit for whoever the eventual quarterback will be, possibly Deshaun Watson's for the New York Jets. Um, <laughs> Miami's at three. They're having the, the, the Deshaun Watson talks right now. If that goes through, then they're going to be looking for an offensive lineman. Uh, so that, that does open up the door uh, for some, some of those quarterbacks to fall. But if they miss out on them, do they go for a quarterback and create some controversy between him and Tua, or do they just stick with Tua and be happy with that they have him? Good questions. Uh, 
four, you got Atlanta. I mean, they they definitely have some questions when it comes to uh, what they're going to be doing with the quarterback position with Matt Ryan. And Matt Ryan's going to be a, a huge trade asset. I mean, they're definitely going to have to eat a large part of his contract <laughs> right. to, to get rid of them if they do decide to go with him. Um, at, at the end of the day, what I would do if I'm Atlanta, uh, I'm drafting a quarterback and then I'm holding with Matt Ryan to just kind of nurture him, kind of show him the ropes of the NFL um, and try to kind of just try to show him what you know because at the end of the day Matt Ryan's probably he, he's one of those borderline elite guys like he, mm-hmm. he's 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 definitely always in my opinion going to be one of the the top half starting quarterbacks in the NFL uh, but he definitely is not in that elite tier with Tom Brady Aaron Rodgers Pat Mahomes like he's not up there yet so I think that he has a lot that he can teach and can just give that knowledge that he has to to the new guy uh, there before he uh, uh, can possibly move on because the cap number that he's going to kind of gardener for any trade offers is going to be pretty ridiculous Um, and then I think at five, you got Cincinnati. They're not going for a quarterback either. Um, and they're, they're going to be sitting with Joe Burrow um, un- unless they're not sold and <laughs> and they end up trying to create some quarterback controversy. It's a very weird uh, organization there in Cincinnati. So, I mean, they, they've done some questionable things in the past. Uh, Seriously, that, that I know one, that you, <laughs> you've, you've watched Cincinnati do some questionable things in the past. Yes, so. <laughs> but I also seen them commit to Joe Burrow. I know Joe Burrow got yeah. a, a, a vicious injury last year, but and he won't Nasty. be – and he will not be available for week one as of this year. So he's coming back midseason next year. So I really believe they're going to recommit themselves back to him. And they're, they're all in on Joe Burrow for right now, at least for the next couple of seasons. Would that would be the, in my opinion, that would be the right thing to do. <laughs> right now, I'm not going to be surprised had if they go in a different direction. Like with between this year and next year, would not surprise me at all. It just doesn't. Don't, yeah. I don't expect it, though. Okay. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, there's going to be a lot of talk about who's going to take a quarterback. There's a lot of guys right behind Philadelphia that are definitely willing to trade up into that first five um, and get a lot of assets back. Um, so it's. That it's might be the route they go. I mean, that's a, that's, that's a good option for them that they might trade out of the pick. Because really, do you. I mean, what game change? Is they really going to get a game changer at six? I mean, at quarterback, or are they going to go in a whole different direction? I they mean, might bolster that defense. Who knows? I, I don't. Because there's a lot of different ways that you can go with it for Philadelphia. So um, I, I just think at the end of the day, them trading away a quarterback for honestly a bag of chips and, and a, a couple hundred bucks is basically what that what that trade was. It wasn't that much uh, in, in return. They didn't get the, the assets back that I thought uh, Carson Wentz was really going to garner. I thought it was going to be at least a two this year. Right. Uh, but it, it turned out it was only a three and a, and a possible first next year. So, um, I, I mean, there's a, a lot of questions for Philadelphia moving forward. Uh, but again, Indianapolis, they're, they're one of the, one of my favorites, uh, in the, in the AFC, uh, going into next year, just based off of what they were able to do this year with Phillip rivers, um, and, and making the playoffs and really giving Buffalo a run for their money. Um, if Carson Wentz can, if Frank Wright can get Carson Wentz into an offense that is, has the weapons on the outside that stay healthy. They have a really good training staff out there. They, they usually have guys mm-hmm. that are going to be available for at least 13, 14, 15 games a year. They don't really have too many guys sitting out for season ending injuries or anything like that. Um, and then at the end of the day, you have Jonathan Taylor. You have uh, a, a top 15 defense. I, I think if Carson Wentz just comes in and just doesn't F it up, it, it – 
they they're going to be one of the toughest teams to beat in the AFC. Three C definitely. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 that's 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 my bold prediction for them. Um, I see them jumping from the seven to the three. Um, yeah. Just basically trailing Kansas City and Bo- and Buffalo. And I'm only saying, I mean, granted, they almost beat Buffalo in the, in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm saying they possibly could get that too. Just that's, if that's out of respect to the fact that Buffalo won, I'm yeah. going to put them at three just until they actually beat them. But that's fair. I to, but as you're saying, I, re, I want to re, reiterate that as long as Carson Wentz just goes in, does his job, being something a little bit more better than a game manager, and just you know, just be be Carson, yeah, and just, you know, and he'll be fine. The rest of the team is will will do the rest of the the rest of the work for yeah. him. Um, and like I say, as long as he he just don't f it up, <laughs> he should you know. There's a three seed. There's a division. There's a South, the uh, AFC South division title waiting on you. Yeah, you know. And I mean, like, here I mean, we go. it's going to be them or Tennessee, and I and I just I don't see Tennessee stacking up against this team as well. Again, this is all waiting to see what happens with the free agency because there's a lot of movement that could be happening. What's I thought that? you were going to say uh, <laughs> it was just between them and Tennessee, and I don't see Tennessee. <laughs> oh no, no, no! <laughs> <laughs> like wow, no, no Tennessee. No, I, in all honesty, because. Last year, I I said Tennessee was going to regress, and I actually had Houston uh, holding on to that that top seed. Did not foresee any because I made that prediction before the the DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> trade happened. So, um, in all fairness, that yeah. was it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, at the end of the day, I I, I think Tennessee is, is they to me are underrated a little bit right now. Uh, but they do have a lot of work to do because the, the defensively the, they need to be able to kind of get their their pass rush going a little bit better. Um, they need to figure out what's happening with that Jadavian Clowney uh, uh, contract that they gave him because um, he, he really did not show up, and then they may, might need to restructure that deal uh, unless he is a free agent. I didn't He's a free agent. Okay, I was gonna it was a one year deal. Um, yeah. So okay, well, I mean, still you still need somebody in that position. <laughs> so the, the, exactly. there's a lot of things for Tennessee to kind of figure out, but that's going to be a very interesting matchup. That's going to be one of those storylines next year that uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be following at least, uh, just kind of watching how the, those top two kind of juggernauts in the AFC South kind of duke it out this year. No, I'm not going to watch it. I, I started the show by saying that I'm embarrassing. So. <laughs> I don't want to watch Carson Wentz's success in Indianapolis like I firsthand. Like I'm gonna watch eight, nine games and and just cheer this on and yeah. ignore the fact that the Bears may be sitting at three and thirteen by the end of the season. I, and I, I'm just I'm throwing. I don't even know what the Bears roster is gonna look like next yeah. year, let alone. I digress. No, you know. uh, what I was gonna say is <laughs> I'm not gonna be that spiteful. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I I am a Carson Wentz fan. I, I mean, you guys heard me all of last season, kind of standing up for him, talking about how I felt like it was more of an organizational issue than it was oh, Carson Wentz. This close, um, this and close, this that and the other, and and, and I, I've said it a lot because I, I watch him and I and I watch Philadelphia over the last three, four, five years now. I I really think that Carson Wentz has a a fantastic opportunity to to reclaim that that 2017 uh, style of play that he had, where he can just go out, be comfortable, know that he's got the, the organization's got his back, and he can just go out and play football. He doesn't have to think about oh, who are they drafting behind me? Because and this was the other thing that really kind of hit me uh, uh, when the trade happened was that it felt to me like Philadelphia was more focused on their backup quarterback than they are focused on the guy that they have sitting at at the helm right now. Mm. When they had Carson Wentz and things kind of started off rocky uh, that season last year, 
they really started. Everybody was like, okay, when is Jalen Hurts going to be brought in? When's Jalen Hurts going? When, when are they going to bring in Jalen Hurts? This, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Looking back to the year before, uh, or uh, the year uh, 2018, not 2019, right. uh, when you're looking at uh, just when uh, Carson Wentz comes into the season, he's injured. We're focused on Nick Foles. Okay, Nick Foles doesn't have that fantastic uh, start to the season. Okay, when is Carson Wentz going to be ready? Carson Wentz comes in. It still isn't kind of gel- gelling well yet. Okay, when are we going to bring back in Nick Foles? Like everybody's focused on that backup guy in, in Philadelphia instead of focused on on the starter and the guy that's already at the helm. Um, so, I mean, I mean, is that something that you 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 kind of recognize as well? Yeah, they don't seem very um they, for whatever reason they don't seem very committed to Carson Wentz uh or it it doesn't it, it just seems like it takes it doesn't take much for Philadelphia to change directions on their quarterbacks. They they seem to be very fickle, you know, just depends on which way the wind's blowing that that and week. I, and and I know that's kind of how that fan base is is when when <sighs> kind of things get rough the the weather starts to get a little bit nasty and the things slow down or you don't get off on the right foot everybody's looking like okay we got to change it now we got to we got to right. be on it right now but at the end of the day this is football it, it takes time to put it together the first 4 weeks of the NFL season we i always say that is that that it that is the preseason for these guys cuz hmm. at the end of the day they're not the these vets that are that starting in in the NFL aren't playing in, in, in the preseason at all they're not doing any of those, those live game action drills they they have that one week three week two uh, of the preseason where they come out and, and they, mm-hmm. they run through it uh, for the first half of the game but outside of that they're going half speed during that game they're they're really not they're, they're doing everything they can to not get injured that they, right. they're really focused on injuries not they're not focused on playing football uh, right. so uh, at the end of the day uh, I, I think that that fan base and all fan bases uh, across the NFL need to wake up and realize let's take a beat let's let's let these things kind of develop and kind of gel a little bit before we're getting yeah. really hasty and making uh quick changes for that are going to really impact your, your, your franchise moving forward. Uh, IE Chicago moving off of Mitch Trubisky way too fast, uh, uh in that Atlanta game. Yes. Uh, IE car, uh, Philadelphia with, with Jalen hurts and just the, the bevy of, of teams that are just willing to, to make a quick change just because things got a, started off a little bit rocky. Uh, that's, that's NFL. That's NFL football. The things are going to, there's going to be hard times. It's going to be, uh, some adversity at, at some points throughout the season. So, um, I, I think that's something that we need to learn and, and hopefully, uh, we're able to see the, the resurgence of Carson Wentz's career, uh, moving forward here. Oh, uh, definitely. I think, um, I think that this, this is definitely a step in the right direction for both the franchise as well as Carson Wentz, the uh, the player. Yeah, for sure. Uh, win-win for them. Uh, a loss-loss for, for Philadelphia. So. <laughs> 100%. All right. Perfect. So um, let's now get into the free agents. Uh, that, that's the whole point of this uh, conversation. Uh, and since we're talking about a quarterback trade, let's start off with the quarterbacks. Uh, I, I've got a pretty short list here, 10 guys that are available and on, going to be on the free agent market, all unrestricted free agents. Um, so uh, I think the biggest one is obviously Dak Prescott. He is a, a NFL free agent as it stands right now, can be franchise tag, probably the most likely outcome. But what are your <laughs> thoughts on Dak Prescott being on the market? Uh, I think it's a mess in Dallas right now um, because in, in light of everything that's happened, 
there's still no deal to be made. And this is, you know, yeah. everyone's going on record, Jerry Jones, about this is our guy. And so, I, you know, but how did, you know, if this is your guy, why is your guy not signed? Yeah. And we're watching trades happen. We, you know, free agency is about to start happening now. And it's really going to be like, what's going on here in Dallas? And because yeah. at this point, Dak has to be asking himself some, a couple of questions about really what is, where is his future going to really be come next year? Because it just might not be in Dallas. I don't know about you. It's starting to feel a little different right now in Dallas because the quietness, I don't think Dallas was in a position to just kind of sit on this situation, which makes, and right now they don't mm-hmm. even have a quarterback on, uh, under on contract whatsoever. Yep. So the yeah, it really, really makes me question what, what direction are they going in? And yeah. So for me, what it sounded like, cause today is, I just was woke up was looking at some some videos on youtube from espn and and fox and whatnot just kind of seeing what the talk was and they they did start having the conversation about are they going to franchise tag him are they going to re-sign him um and at the end of the day they really just didn't it, it doesn't sound like Jerry Jones is ready to commit to Dak Prescott moving forward. Uh, and, and I'm not exactly sure why. I, I mean, at the end of the day, again, I know they did, they haven't had playoff success. No Jerry Jones uh, Dallas Cowboy team since the 90s has. Um, but at the end of the day, if you're really going to be in the market for a quarterback, you've got to make a decision now if you're going to franchise tag him or not. Uh, I mean, I know it's really hard for them to 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 put a, a forty million dollar or thirty eight million, whatever the the number for the <clears throat> franchise tag is going to be this year. Thirty eight, um, yeah, thirty eight million dollar franchise tag on a player right now, as we don't even know what the uh, salary cap is going to be. Um, but at the end of the day, this is your franchise guy. This is a guy that that has gone to bat for you. He has been the 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 consummate professional, if you will. The 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 guy that's going to be the the kind of liaison between the players and, and the organization. Uh, he, he's done all of your bidding for you uh, when it comes to kind of leading these guys in the locker room and keeping everybody in line. Nobody talking out against Jerry Jones and the organization and this, that, and the other. He's been that that guy. He, he's He's gone to bat for you time and time again. So if he's your guy, if that's what you keep wanting to say, why is why, why are you not putting your money where your mouth is? Uh, he, I know Jerry Jones came out with that famous uh, quote a few years ago. I don't get cramps, writing checks, and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it looks like you have when it comes to Dak Prescott, and it's the only guy you've had an issue writing a check to. Exactly. So the only man that has gotten paid. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, you've paid everybody else on that roster except for Dak Prescott. Uh, and and now I, I think again, if it because last year the whole talk was, well, it's coming down to. The, the length of years for his contract, uh, whether it's going to be a four-year deal, which Dak wants because he wants to be back on the market when that new TV deal hits, uh, or if you want a five-year deal just to keep him for longer. At the end of the day, that's a better uh, a four year deal is a better option for the organization because if you get to that that fourth year, you can resign him at that point. You know what the money's going to look like because that TV deal I think is supposed to be put all in in place a year, year and a half before the the current contract is up. Does he have a no trade clause? Uh, Dak Prescott. Yeah. No, because he's uh, he's on the franchise tag. Okay, if they wanted to be, wow, this is really. <laughs> semantics at this point i mean like goodness give him the four years if you don't want to pay him on the fourth year when the fourth year comes reevaluate where is he is yeah. he really is he leading your franchise 
all right, maybe we need to eat the cost and just okay, we'll just give we'll give in to the deal or trade him. <laughs> you know, I'm like he does he doesn't have a trade. You know, he doesn't have a no trade clause. I'm like, but this is three years from now. Like, yeah, what are you? <laughs> Go ahead. Finish. <laughs> it's just ah, to me. I, I, I told you it doesn't feel the same. It, it, just, it, it feels it's really weird because there's no talk right now about it. There, <sighs> there's been a couple of people bringing up the fact that okay, now is the time where we we have this free agency window beginning to open up, and and now we need to start talking about it. But the fact that there's no leaks, there there's no no discussion. Uh, threads between Dak Prescott and the organization on on where they're at or or just kind of where things stand as as it is now. The fact that you're just now coming to the table this week, just uh, what is it, two three weeks before free agency begins, this is kind of scary to me because your season ended quite a while ago. Why haven't you guys been talking about when, where, what the future is going to be? And how does this work? Free agency starts. Who do you sign in? Based on what personnel? I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm, I, I think it's a foregone conclusion to say that the scouts have not even, they're not even working right now because who are they scouting? What type of team are they? What type of talent are There's they no looking for? There's no combine this year. There is exactly. <laughs> There's no combine. You know, of course, you know, um, it's the off season. There's been no talks. There's been no chatter. So, what direction is the organization even going in? What, what, what would the scouts be looking at? Everything, you know, just yeah. I, I, I see the it's, yeah, Dallas. It looks like it's, it's going to be a, this can be a potential disaster coming into next year. Um, the the only benefit of the doubt that I can give the organization uh, of Dallas is the fact that we just don't know what the salary cap is going to be next year. Right. But at the end of the day, you can still, based off of even that that lowest number, which is I think one hundred and eighty one million, uh, it was going to be like a five to ten percent drop from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, even if that's going to be because I think that's the 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 floor that they've uh, agreed on from last year uh, during the new CBA contract. Right. Um, <laughs> even if that's the case, I, I don't I don't see why you don't even just have a discussion based off of that number and then say, hey, if the salary cap is larger and we we kind of eat that cost over a couple of years instead of putting it all on this year, mm-hmm. then, hey, this there's going to be some room for discussion there. But you guys haven't even started talking about it yet. And that's the issue. You haven't gone to your quote unquote air quotes here, guys, franchise player. And, and the fact that you're not going to him and talking to him about this says to me he's not. And and I, I feel like I'm getting closer and closer to believing that Jerry Jones is is over Dak Prescott. And I'm not exactly sure why. I don't know who's in his ear. I don't know if his son, Stephen Jones, has kind of talked to him about uh, going ahead and, and making that decision on, on uh, Dak Prescott right here, right now. Uh, or who's in his ear talking to him, giving him any sort of advice on what's going on right now. But at the end of the day, it just looks like it's kind of like the Deshaun Watson situation. It's kind of getting worse and worse as every day goes goes by. So, okay, well, with, with these new developing, um, <laughs> um, and these new developing things that's coming up, which is, is you know inactivity of you know nothing's happening. What would be a potential spot for him? Seeing that, or what? I mean, apart from the franchise tag thing in Dallas, they say that doesn't happen. Yeah, he's so he's they, hit the he's market. He's moving on. He's on. He's in free agency. He's hit the market now. 
Well, well what's I mean, a good? So yeah. here's the teams that are in desperate need of a quarterback. Jacksonville, like I said, I don't ever foresee them going for for any new free agent quarterback, even if it is Deshaun Watson, because they have that number one overall pick. I Correct. think it's Trevor Lawrence all the way to Jacksonville, no matter what the situation. That's a slam dunk. Is. Yeah, the Jets. Um, I don't really see Dak wanting to go into a situation with the Jets right now. Um, <laughs> I think he's ready to win, and, and he's been in the playoffs before. I think he's ready to win in the playoffs now. Okay. Um, Carolina, I think that would be a good situation for them. Uh, I know Carolina's come up in the Deshaun Watson talks as of late, mm. um, and I know there is a report that they're salary dumping right now, trying to figure out who they want to cut to try to make room to have Deshaun Watson come in. Um, I don't think they're in win right now mode, though. Me neither, that, that's my thing. It's like, I don't really i not to say that they the, a quarterback wouldn't fix their situation but I, no honestly a quarterback wouldn't fix their situation i just don't think that deshaun i think that's going to be another houston situation if they go into that with deshaun watson hmm. um so i really don't see that one happening denver i think is a, a really good spot for, for any uh, free agent or quarterback looking to get traded to go to uh, i kind of like the denver situation i'm still not 100 percent sold on vic vangio being a uh, a head coach mm-hmm. um but with the roster that's there uh there's a couple of free agents on the defensive side of the ball that need to get figured out um but on the offensive side i think they've got a decent offensive line that can protect you pretty well mm-hmm. uh keep you upright for most of the most of the game um and then at the end of the day they've got those weapons of philip Lindsay in the backfield uh Cortland sudden jerry judy and whoever they get in the draft i mean i think that might be a good spot for dak or deshaun um whoever wants to go after him uh dallas clearly needs a quarterback um san francisco uh uh, they're kind of in talks. I know Jerry, uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo just came out uh, earlier today or uh, earlier this week saying that he is open to the idea of getting traded uh, as San Francisco has been putting out their leaks saying that they, they're not completely sold on Jimmy Garoppolo. I think uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is just kind of responded with his own leak saying right. that he's he, he's open to the idea of being traded. So it sounds like there's a lot of uh, – quarterback organizational rifts happening in the NFL right now. Russell Wilson is having his own thing up in Seattle. So there's a lot of that going on right now where there's a lot of kind of, let me take this jab at you in the media. Let's right. take that jab back at you in the media. This back a lot and of forth. power flexing exactly. going on right now. Um, New England clearly needs a quarterback uh, kind of figure out their situation. Uh, Washington, uh, Chicago, uh, Indianapolis, but they, uh, this list was made before uh, the Carson Wentz trade. Uh, Pittsburgh in uh, New Orleans, uh, depending on what happens with Drew Brees and if he's going to retire or not, that right. still is not confirmed yet. I think that that's where everybody is leaning. Right. Um, but uh, if he does end up retiring, New Orleans definitely would need to fill that void, whether it's with Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill or going to find a new guy. Hmm. So those are those are the ones that I think are in need uh, of a quarterback. Uh, there's clearly a lot of teams looking to kind of posture and kind of switch around uh, things right now. So th- there's a bevy of possibilities that he could go to where he could sign somewhere and they can immediately trade whoever they have somewhere else to get some more assets, trying to bolster that their offensive line, whoever he goes to. Um, but yeah. Okay, that's fair. I just I don't know. I got I got a strange feeling. Um, <clears throat> that as you as you as you as you put it like yeah there's a lot of need for quarterbacks but um I, I i think his movement is not necessarily going to be based on a need i think it's going to be based on um, um something totally different where it's a scenario is going to come up 
as opposed to um, a team that's just in that's quarterback needy is going to yeah. grab them. Where I think who has probably the best, Situation. who are in the best position, yeah. no, no, the best position to obtain them, yeah. not necessarily the best position to, <laughs> you know, to um, ha- um, harvest his his talents necessarily right when he gets there, which is, you you already mentioned, was, was actually the Jets. I don't think he's going to be interested in that job, which, yeah. and I understand. However, I think they have the assets to obtain him if, yeah. um, and to sign him. However, once that's done, that's just step one. I mean, is he committed enough to allow them to build a team around him? And this is the problem with a lot of teams right now that are in quarterback need. If you are continuing to wait, the situation like Indianapolis or the situation with Detroit in LA will happen where screw it. I don't care what Houston thinks. I don't care what Dallas is doing at this point anymore. I, I, these quarterbacks that you say are available, you're not willing to trade to me. Let me go look elsewhere to f- fill this void so I can move on and I can say, hey, this is our guy and let's go build right. around this guy. Because if you wait until just before the draft, if you wait until just before, uh, after the draft, whatever it may be, uh, it, it, right before the season, you're going to be looking at a team that's just like, well, everybody's got it all filled out already. They're they're already moving on. They're already looking to next year. So uh, I think that a lot of teams need to, if you are looking to either trade a guy or, or kind of figure out what you're going to be doing next at the quarterback position, you got to make a decision on that now because uh, you, you need to have a plan going into this free agency period because things are going to move very, very fast. It's already happening. There's already suitors that are going to these guys and, and getting these trades done. And that's only going to keep happening day by day. I think that's the other, that was the other part to my, um, the, the second part to my answer where yeah. I, I also believe he may end up finding himself somewhere else based on, uh, um, uh, you know, find himself in a new destination based on a trade. You and, could end up in Houston after. Oh, uh, you're trying to steal my thunder. Stop it. <laughs> Stop cutting me off. See, I couldn't even get it out quick enough. See, what I'm saying is, by, you know, based on how they're dragging their feet, it could be, it, it'd be I wouldn't be surprised yeah. that once the Deshaun Watson um, shoe drops, guess what? Deshaun Watson has moved on. I don't want to leave Texas. Yeah. I'll just sashay right over to Houston. And, I, you know, not not necessarily a competitive team. However, yeah, it's a homer saying. pick, though, yeah. and he stays home. He doesn't home. want to move. He want to stay with that uh, 0% uh, income tax or whatever. It uh, is. State income, no, no state, state income tax. tax. Uh, whatever it may be. I mean, it, I, I like I said, I think that he's looking to go to a winner. And that type of contract that Deshaun Watson has under Houston is the type of contract he's looking for. So it's not like well, the money the is. And, and this is what excites me about Deshaun Watson. I didn't realize this, but that new contract doesn't kick in until 2022. Oh, really? Yeah. He has a $10 million cap charge in 2021. Mm. So, I, and a lot of people were saying, well, Chicago wouldn't really have the opportunity to go after him because they would have to dump a lot of salary, this, that, and the other. But I'm like, honestly, we don't. We're only negative $6.2 million based off of that lowest cap number. So even if that, that cap number does get changed to what? Uh, 185 190 possibly this year um still going down but still not so far down that it, it that it's gonna hamper a lot of teams um chicago might be in a position where they're like okay well we can trade two three contracts and now we're in position to go get them and uh and this is the the contract this is what kind of popped up into my head when when i was looking at the the deshaun washington trade is in all honesty uh 
I love him. I love that we went after him and we ended up going to get a big name uh, just a few years ago. But we trade the Khalil Mack contract. Mm-hmm. We go trade two first round picks, whether that's uh, this year and, and next year or the two years after that, whatever it may be. And uh, maybe another two or number three, whatever it is, uh, a couple of extra kind of flyers out there. You throw them in there and, and you've got a situation where, hey, we only traded one contract away. We still have a very, very good defense. It's not elite anymore without Khalil Mack, but it is still very good and comparable. And now we just have to put some pieces around Deshaun Watson. Uh, we already got the David Montgomery uh, contract. He's been serviceable. Uh, we fixed the offensive line. He's going to be even better in that position. And, and I'm assuming you are franchising. Allen Robinson. Robinson. Yes. Okay. Franchise tag Allen Robinson and then Chicago Bears. You bring one yeah. more in. Please tell me I'm hearing this. <laughs> You're franchising. We franchise tagging Allen Robinson. Yeah. That's I, like number one on all the lists, no matter what direction we're going in. Yeah. I, I think that that's a, a given only because even if we don't, even at the end of the day, he doesn't want to play for us anymore, we franchise tag him and trade him. I, I just never thought it'd be the day that we had a hottest free agent on the market. Like, I'm like, seriously, I'm like, we, I looked at the list outside of non-quarterbacks. If you want to throw that, throw that, dis, you know, that disclaimer in. Well, I know you didn't look at the defensive side. There are some pretty. I, uh, um, I'm still going to put them in number one. Over J.J. Watt? J.J. Watt. What year is J.J. Watt? He is now 31, but I mean. No. You yep. still got what, like four I years said, left? I'm not taking anything away from him, but I'm not finna, I'm not putting him in number one. Patrick Peterson? Not number Anthony one. Anthony Harris? See, them guys, they're past their primes. Allen Robinson's kind of in his. Fair. I mean, I, I, I'm not. I'm just, I, I'm it's if you. If, no, no, I understand. And I was going to say, there's really no wrong answer to this. I would say, it, in all honesty, I would probably have Shaq Barrett as the number one option. But that that's. That is also saying that Shaq Barrett doesn't end up getting uh, franchise tagged by Tampa Bay. Um, so true, and I mean, yeah, granted, there could be comparably you can put up a few mm-hmm. defensive players in there, but I, I'm, for, for what we were saying, I'm just really standing on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. but from the definitely from the offensive side, I'm so, thinking hands down, he's no, he's number one. I mean, outside of probably Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott himself, Dak Prescott, and then maybe the only other wide receiver that comes close is Juju and Antonio Brown. But Antonio Brown, he's okay. You 32. Now you, now you just exploit. You now you just exp, you know um, just just going down the list now. <laughs> no, no, I'm no, well, I, I mean, there's a there are quite a few uh, wide receivers in in this uh, free agency pool as well. Right. Um, well, that was Allen one. Robinson. I think is the best. I think I have. He's at the top of my wide receiver list. So right, right. Um, I mean, there's one more. Chris Godwin. Can't oh, believe you last time. Huh? He's number two. He is on my. Not Juju. I just didn't. Uh... Oh, there's another one too. Oh, wait till we get to free agents. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't wait till we get to wide receivers. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's a lot of good wide receivers in this uh, free agency pool uh, this year as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but back to the quarterbacks for a second right. here. Um, just kind of going down the list. Uh, Jacoby Brissett. Uh, he's also uh, out there. Mm-hmm. Mr. Trubisky. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think that it might be time for Ryan Fitzpatrick to to retire. Call it. Call it a career. <laughs> Uh, That's interesting. You said that I was gonna. I was gonna ask you a very interesting question about him. Like, what would you think about the Bears taking a, taking a chance on Ryan Fitzpatrick as a backup? Maybe I would take Tyrod Taylor over uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I was just wondering what you thought. Uh, that was not. I, I, I was not I leaning. I, I wasn't even hate it. So let's just get this out of the way. Uh, 
for Chicago, they are in need of a quarterback. And, and I and I know this is not a Chicago show, uh, but I just have to say it. This is what I think Chicago should do. Number one option at this point now, since Carson Wentz is gone, is still Deshaun Watson. Do everything that you can to get Deshaun Watson. Uh, and, and make sure that you kind of solidify and finally get somebody who is a bona fide QB1. Um, now... Okay. Outside of that, if Deshaun Watson doesn't want to come to Chicago, my next favorite option would be Sam Darnold. Go trade for Sam Darnold. Get him out of New York. They don't want him in New York. Clearly, uh, the the New York fans and the New York organization has never really been 100% behind him. Um, And even with Robert Sala coming in, he hasn't even said anything to the tune of, I I, I like Sam Darnold as my guy uh, for my team. So I I think Sam Darnold would definitely be a guy that I would love for them to go after and try to start new. I, I think that he's young enough where you can kind of still mold him, still get him to learn the new offense and, and, and have him thrive in that situation. Uh, but he still he has enough experience to say, hey, I've seen crap. I've seen how a disfor- dysfunctional organization runs. If I can find myself in something even sem- semi-stable, I think that he will just be able to blossom and bloom and, and just take off. Um, so I really like the idea of going after Sam Darnold. Um, and then outside of that... There, there's a long list of guys that could be traded for. Maybe go for somebody in the draft, uh, but maybe also go a, a, for a guy like Tyrod Taylor. Maybe go for a guy like Andy Dalton or Cam Newton uh, and, and just one two-year deal. See what we can do as a bridge quarterback to find our, our, our new franchise guy. All right. Uh, so that that's just my idea. What do you think about Sam Darnold in, in that situation uh, coming to Chicago? Um, it is, I'm 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 more open today than I have been. Um, I wouldn't rule it out. It's not at the top of my list, but um, I think it's a better option than where we're at right now. Yeah. Um, I think anything's better than going running it back with Nick Foles. I, I just I don't I I, 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 yeah. I don't see that should not be an option. I, I don't see Ryan Pace and 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 Mitch, uh, <coughs> sorry Matt Nagy going in there and saying, hey, well, we, we can run it back one more time and, and see what we can do with Nick Foles. We had a six-week run where we just could not get anything done when, when it came to Nick Foles. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I and yet, like you were saying, there's so many options here in the free agency, yet you did. It was interesting you brought up a trade. <laughs> so, yeah. That's just, I'm saying, cause th- that would be my number one option. Go trade. Obviously, go trade for Deshaun Watson. Do everything that you can to go get him. If you can't do that, go trade for uh, Sam Darnold. Outside of those two options, I like what what's in free agency. If Dak Prescott is available in free agency, please go get him. I would love right. him in Chicago. Okay, let's take let's stop. Let's take the obvious out. No Dak. Yeah. <laughs> no no Deshaun. Yeah. Okay. So Sam Darnold. Right. Okay, you said the Sam Darnold trade. Yeah. I have a different trade that I would like to put up against that, and we don't trade. We don't change the entire segment here too. <laughs> but with that being said, that's interesting as you said, Sam Darnold. My choice, if I had to choose. It would be um Jameis Winston. I I know you don't like I know a lot of people no, are not filling him with his no, thirty on, on with his James thirty Winston. interceptions and all that other stuff. No, and and I and, and I do attribute a lot of the, the thirty interceptions. I went back after last season to go watch his thirty interceptions. There there's a there's a video on YouTube, every single one of his interceptions. I would say at least 10 of those were the wide receiver's faults, either running the wrong Mm -hmm. route, miscommunication, or they just let it go through their hands. Um, So 
that's 20 interceptions is really where he was at for that were his fault, bad decisions. But also when it comes to Bruce Arians offense, it's always said outside of having the greatest of all time in, in, in Tom Brady. Uh, he, whenever you have a new quarterback in his offense, he is prone to a lot of turnovers. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you go back to the, through the list of the quarterbacks that he's had in his first year with those guys, they've had a boom or, or an outlier in, in turnovers that year, because he's a big, no risk it, no biscuit type of head coach. He's let's go big plays. Let's create a hundred. Let's have at least two, three, four big plays a game. And we're going to win. That's his philosophy. Um, So I, I don't really attribute too much of that one 2019 season on Jameis Winston. I have the view of his career, <laughs> uh, all of the his. I don't think that he has a leadership that we would need in Chicago. Um, well, but I don't know if he don't have a leadership, but he definitely had the numbers completely. I mean, the man almost got twenty thousand yards for his career. Um, he's sitting at one hundred and twenty-one touchdowns. He, yes, he has this stain of eighty-eight interceptions. However, he has a um 86.9 QB rating. And I mean, that's with a year off. Mm-hmm. On my list, on my top 10 free agent list, he's the youngest on the list at 27. Yeah. He I mean, this guy he's positioned for the future. And if I'm of course, we've taken this little segment and kind of did a quasi Bears piece right now. Yeah. And that's what the direction that the Bears or or any one of these starting franchises are really looking for a quarterback. Look, I mean, they always looking for young talent. Jameis, Jameis has been that person, and he's had a year off to sit, learn. He's as fresh and as healthy as anybody out there. And who's going to be ready to be game ready and ready to go come week one rather than this guy? <laughs> they ages. But with that being said, um, I think he's – he's but, but that still doesn't you know change the fact. I think he's most game ready than these other guys outside of, of course we're not talking about the Prescott's or the um, Watson's of the world here um, I think he's the next one in line that's taking nothing away from a Sam Darnold in a trade and that's not even taking away from some of these guys that's on my list um, which I flirted with the idea of, which I asked you what did you think about Fitzpatrick just just yeah. throwing it out there because Fitzpatrick would be the oldest on my list at 38 yeah well <laughs> I do. Oh, yeah, I think he is the oldest. Yeah, because uh, Joe, Joe Flacco is also up there. He's not on my list. Yeah, he's on 36, though. He's not on my list. Yeah, no, I don't want him either. He shouldn't uh, be on anybody's list. I don't understand <laughs> I why he's on this list. Free agency, as a why free is he on a free agency list? Why is he on a retired NFL list? <laughs> like, why? There's, at the end of the there's day, no after, bringing this guy no, back. At the end of the day, after all of the pieces fall, he will be the best available uh, oh, bust of a quarterback. The fact there. that you said that, I just. I, I, it's like the red carpet is just flowing for Chicago Don't. to get a Joe Flacco. I know, I said that. I know, I know. I when know you I said, said it. it, it just sound like, <laughs> oh, that sound like. So I feel like I feel like the Bears GM because that's must that must be how he lights up every time he hears these kind of this information for the group for the moves they made in the past thirty years. I'm like, geez, it just. <sighs> Yeah, I like Jameis Winston. <laughs> you know, and, and and after seeing him in in the New Orleans system, I I don't hate the the idea of Jameis Winston. I would just take the younger, and I would go with the younger guy in Sam Darnold before I would go with Jameis Winston. I would exhaust all the options as for to get a younger guy who who is more ready to be molded uh, into into figuring out a, a new system. 
um, and still has that athletic ability mm-hmm. and still has the, 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 the mindset of, Hey, I, I, I was drafted number three overall. I still got it. I, 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 I had to deal with Adam Gase, the, the revolving door of the New York Jets system. I had to deal with this, that, and the other. I, if I can just get a stable situation where they, they can 50% know what they're doing. <laughs> I, I feel like, uh, Sam Darnold is that guy where he can come in and just say, Hey, I'm going to take over. I'm going to do my thing. And I'm going to show you why I should have been the number one. I I should show you why I should have been taken over bacon Rayfield at the end of the day and Saquon Barkley. Mm. So, um, I think he's, he's kind of a guy that I think is kind of after last season is like, I've got a lot to prove, but I, I think he's also a guy that knows that he has a lot of talent. And just if you go back and watch how um, Sam Darnold had played over the last few years, even with the, the, the just absolute ineptitude by Adam Gase, the, the throws that he made half the time were just, it was kind of just like magic to me, what he was doing, where he would, pocket collapsing has to roll out has to to throw off kilter like just off balance throws uh and he's still able to flick it just he he made a lot of plays that are comparable to pat mahomes he is not pat patrick mahomes that's what i'm not what i'm saying is he had these moments that resembled the moments that we we kind of praise pat mahomes for uh and he was doing it just on a team that sucked um, and and I think that that's the reason why it, it, you just really don't see that uh, or, or get to hear about uh, guys like Sam Darnold uh, over and over again. It's really all about that, uh, about just trying to win games. It's not really about what you can do uh, with with less talent. Uh, so yeah, where does okay so. <clears throat> Now that leaves us. So we covered uh, and talked a little bit about Dak Prescott. We covered um, James Winston. Talked a little bit about Jacoby Brissett. Um, well, Jacoby Brissett just left um, Indianapolis. I mean, well, he was just, you know, became a free agent from Indianapolis. Obviously, we started the show with the Indianapolis trade. So they actually got their um, starting quarterback. So are they trying to bring this guy back as a backup? Is he moving on? What, what do you see a market for this guy? Uh, I don't know if anybody's going to go after him to be their starting quarterback. Uh, just because, again, we haven't seen much of him. But what we have seen has been fairly good um, when, when it comes to Jacoby Brissett. I don't think he's put anything horrendous on tape. Um, so at, at the end of the day, I think that anybody who is has a quarterback competition, maybe he goes to Philadelphia and goes to challenge Jalen Hurts for that job. Um, maybe he goes and, and challenges down in New Orleans. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, there, there's a lot of possibilities for him. Um, if he wants to, uh, I think he might want to do what I think Mitch Trubisky should do. Go find a, a team that has a legend at quarterback and go sit behind him and, and kind of build up your resume, uh, just kind of learn from them. Mm-hmm. I know Jacoby Brissett's kind of up there. He's 28. Uh, mm-hmm. And so maybe that might not work out for him just being uh, that he is a little bit older and he just kind of ne- needs to do something now and he's his prime is just starting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it, it's kind of up to him where he wants to go. If he wants to try to go compete for a starting job or if he wants to uh, kind of learn a little bit more and, and, and sit behind somebody and, and, and see what he can do in a couple of years or 
All right. Uh, well, that remains to be seen. I, I, I don't see him going looking for a backup job. I'm, I'm, I, I can see this guy being very aggressive, trying to mm. snag a starting job somewhere, try to land him a three year deal somewhere, and you know, go off into the sunset and call it a career. But we shall see. I was just curious to see. Um, you know, considering that all all the um turnover at quarterback in that at that in uh in indianapolis where he would probably what his destination would be yeah um any dark horse quarterback free agents that you think is out there that no one's really talking about but they're out there tyrod taylor he's my guy i think that he's one of those guys that if once the pieces fall and and you're looking at uh kind of the dust settles with everything happening with Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, uh, everything going on with, with all these guys that kind of want to be on the move right now. And draft happens, the, those young guys come in, Tyrod Taylor might find him in another spot where, hey, I'm going to compete for that starting job, uh, whether it's against another young guy or whether it's uh, – any situation where he maybe one of these teams just didn't end up getting one of the guys that they wanted. Uh, and now they're stuck in limbo. And, and after the draft happens, Tyra Taylor sitting there, uh, maybe he, maybe Chicago messes it up and he ends up there. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of situations where he could end up. Cause it was, the big thing is, is that with the quarterback movement, where there's a lot of these guys that are looking for trades, Russell Wilson, possibly Aaron Rodgers, like, these guys may be on the move this year. They might want to get a trade. So Seattle, Green Bay, Houston, Dallas, all of these teams, a lot of these teams that have a quarterback right now might not have a quarterback in the, in the next uh, couple of months. So uh, when those uh, opportunities open up, boom, I think Tyra Taylor might want to move into one of those spots and, and he might really – because he did well in Buffalo, uh, that, that mm-hmm. he t- he led them to the playoffs. Oh, it's a really bad team. Uh, that team you got to remember was absolutely crap. They they really didn't have anything right. uh, for him to throw to. They had a horrible offensive line. That's the beginnings of this Buffalo defense that we're seeing today. Mm-hmm. Um, that this was when that Buffalo defense was really young, so they still hadn't figured it out yet. Um, so I mean, Tyra Taylor, he, he he's coming into a situation where I think he might find himself uh, in that kind of Cam Newton role uh, 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 from last year where. Oh, they ended up with that guy. How did? How is he still available at this point? Right. Uh, is what we're going to be saying when when he ends up signing his deal. That's what I think. Okay. Um, I didn't have much on what tire. I know he's on my list, but I was very curious. It's more of a curiosity. Like, man, what is his market right now? Considering that he did have that un, unforeseen injury. Yeah. That happened. <laughs> medical injury that had had happened yeah. by no fault of his own. That cost him the season, yeah. you know, and now he finds himself, you know, out of a starting job and now a free agent. So, yeah, I, I just I think that with his situation, he, he's kind of had a bad run over the last three years where he's getting beat out by the number one overall pick. And, and then he's moving on to another situation. And now he's with the Chargers and, and then the unforeseen medical injury. Uh, we won't get too much into how incompetent that, that doctor right. is. But, uh, hey, it happens. Uh, there's always a risk when you're getting those cortisone shots or whatever they call them, or the Toradol. Um, and at the end of the day, he – he it ended his season because uh, Justin Herbert comes in and now he's rookie of the year. So, um, I mean, a lot of things move very fast in the NFL. Uh, and I think Tyra Taylor over the last two, three seasons has been caught up in that quite a bit. Uh, but I think 
even within all of that, he's kind of proven himself to be a guy that he, he can lead a team uh, at the end of the day because uh, he comes in against these young quarterbacks and he keeps winning that starting job at the end of the day. Um, so, I mean, Tyra Taylor, I think he's definitely got a good situation uh, looking uh, ahead here. I, d- I think the market, unfortunately, isn't there right now. But like I said, once that dust settles after the draft, he, the, whoever is still uh, kind of in desperation mode looking for a quarterback, they're going to be in good hands, uh, whoever gets, a, gets their hands on Tyra Taylor. All right. Thank you.